Blog Talk Radio. I recently quit my job and took on a new venture in life. Welcome to Music from People I Know, where I catch up with friends, past and present, and talk about our music, inspiration, and passions. With a 15-year professional career in the music industry, I have met a lot of cool and interesting people. I'm here to share our stories. All right, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we're here today listening to uh, music from people I know. My guest is uh, DJ Dog. Uh, what's good, everybody? He grew up out here in Western Colorado and has been around uh, Florida and quite a few other places, if I remember correctly. Uh, he's got quite a bit of music that he's done throughout the years, and um, you can find him on. Uh, SoundCloud, or not SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud.com at High Life. Um, there's a link inside the uh, info, and uh, you can find him on Facebook and email him too. It's all available in the information section of the podcast. Um, so let's uh, let's get this started. How's it going, man? How you been? Good, man. Just, you know, working, chilling, making music. Nice, right on. Yeah, you've been pretty busy, it seems, lately. Yeah, um, you know, uh, we're working on a few new albums. Um, I'm trying to get my own uh, LP released right now. I'm also working on a LP for uh, one of my homies, AK Hustle. Oh, that's so, cool. Right on. busy. Right on. Well, hey, check this out. The Fire. <laughs> this segment's called The Fire. And, uh, you know, so I, I like to talk to everybody and, you know, have like a purpose of what we're talking about. And this is just like a standard call. You know, if you want to call in and ask DOG or myself a question, right now is the time. The number is 818-532-9798. Again, it's 818-532-9798. So, yeah, if you want to call in and ask a question or, you know, do whatever on the phone, give us a call. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, Come uh, join in on the jackassery. No, no. <laughs> so when you DJ, do you like to, uh, do you prefer vinyl or, or digital or do you use like a, a hybrid system? What, what what do you like? I've uh, I've developed somewhat of a hybrid system, um, you know, using uh, the Novation Launchpad the um, Serato-based uh, Novation Twitch and uh, Technics turntables. Um, of course, digital vinyl. Um, you know, carrying around 13 crates of vinyl is always a bitch, but... <laughs> yeah, who wants to do that? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, I over the years, I've kind of just taken my inspiration from, you know, a lot of different DJs from scratch artists like DJ Craze and Mixmaster Mike to mashup artists like Z-Trip and, you know, Pretty Lights, kind of just loving the fusion scene and wanting to bring that in. And I'm also a firm believer that, uh, you know, music evolves with us very much so. And if we forget where we came from, we can't really evolve into the true future. So it's always nice having that right. the class remade and, brought into a new light 
kept alive. Yeah, that's. I I, I like that. You know, do you think uh, vinyl is kind of making a big comeback? Do you think uh, DJs are actually going to start carrying crates around again? Doubt it. <coughs> as, right, as, it's too easy. As right, much to as vinyl is becoming an antique, love and design and art and. <coughs> Everybody, even new age DJs, will sit there and tell you vinyl sounds better. But in real facts, we become very lazy people. I, me, myself included. <clears throat> and nobody wants to fucking pack up that shit and have I've to like so bad. I don't even bring my crates or staying that organized. You know, it's it's troublesome. I started out in that world. It's hard. Right. Yeah. I mean, my rig is now just a uh, an iPad and a controller, and that's it. And it connects to Spotify. I don't even need to have music or nothing. It's all just internet. And that comes with that flux what? of, uh, you know, what's being called the iPod DJs, and you know, the, but in the DJ world, it's called the open format DJs. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm I'm just trying to find something that makes it easy for me to be able to take requests. You know, I'm trying to to facilitate everybody. Do you yeah. have do you find that you have like a a set like routine that you follow? No, never. Um one of my key things uh, after being a producer for so long is at least making one to three new tracks that nobody's ever heard before per show. I don't care how busy I am. I get to work on that stuff, doing the new mashup, doing a new blend or some sort of trick that nobody's heard and never will hear again. I want to keep things fresh and constantly moving. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. That's kind of what I'm doing on the show now. I mean, I don't know if you can hear in the background. I'm playing some some stuff I put together today. I spent all day today putting the show together, and uh, I got like a few background beats and stuff like that to go with it. And you know, I, I get what you're doing. It's it's a lot of work, man. So shout out you to know, that. That's pretty it rad. all depends on what kind of club you're running and what kind of customers you get in the environment. You know, you've got your I mean, you've got your performance lounges and you've got your club clubs, you know. You go to any club club, you got five different DJs playing the same type of music because all the people are requesting, you know, the same top 40 music that's being played on the radio. If you go to an actual venue or anything like that, you're looking at performance art. These guys aren't taking stress. These guys are working very hard most of the time to create an experience for you so so how do you like to connect with people like you're talking there's like performance in this i feel like you're you have potential to do some really big and cool things um do you have like ideas about this or you know what, what how do you plan to connect with everyone so um you know, it's it's a really read-by-numbers kind of situation. Um, I mean, when I was living out in Miami, hell, I mean, the DJ of the year DJ battle that I was in out there that I won, we, uh, I knew three out of the four DJs I was up against in that. And I knew they knew my career, the style I was bringing formally to that. So... <clears throat> 
I wasn't thinking about the audience at that moment. You know, I was thinking about me, and then I also made a completely different set for that DJ battle and practiced that out day in and day out until I had that down, like, better than I knew my own self. But, yeah, I wasn't... Yeah, I guess that's kind of a different like situation. It typical club crowd. You're not playing for the people in senses. You're playing for yourself. And so, like, in my mind, I wanted to do my own set, my kind of style with, like, a deep house and loungy vibe kind of thing. Because I know how big the, uh, that deep house and the after hours scene was in Miami. So, I, I accounted for that and that these people do have this world in their life that they don't really get to see at festivals anymore. You're not going to see Bad Boy Bill or really... I mean, you don't see Odessa playing the main times at big festivals, even just because they're right. relaxed, chill. They want to put it on during a certain time. So I did it to fuck with everybody in a major way. I knew three out of four DJs. I knew they were expecting me to be bringing some like grungy, grimy house and drum step and drum and bass. But I didn't. I made a really sexy, smooth mashup deep house mix just to fuck with everybody and it worked i guess like i was never expecting to win right what was that like did when you won like what was that like an accomplishment did you feel like you've done it now and like now it's time to do the next thing or like what what happened there i mean <clears throat> that's hard to say man like it was all so surreal like we, uh, I, I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, it was a very close call between uh, me and my buddy Tin Man um, out of Fort Myers. Um, incredible DJ. Brought it that night. Like, I would have hands down <clears throat> handed it over to him that night. He brought fire. But um, we had a decibel system with the crowd. Um, this was at the Mad Decent Festival in Fort Lauderdale. So there was 35,000 people in the audience. Right. And, you know, from the moment I walked out on stage, it was just, it became so surreal. I mean, I grew up here in Colorado, right in Carbondale. I'm low town kid, always kept to myself, just loved making music and making people happy by, you know, bringing music and dance and fun. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how I met you is, you know, through music. I met you hanging out with Chris and we uh, were making beats and stuff like that. And that's how I remember you. I actually remember you chilling at that park down there, Staircase Park. And we were like working on a dubstep track. Yeah, yep. we're chilling down there, and you're working on a dubstep track, and this is like, fuck, dude, before dubstep was really even anything, you know? Yeah. I don't think it even really become anything. You're already on top of it. So where where do you see yourself, uh, you know, going in the next few years? Are you going to continue on another album and just keep going at this, like, pace that you're going at, you know, this fun, just make it as you go kind of thing? Or are you going to get a little more serious about it again? Or what do you think? You know, right now, in this moment I'm presently in, I'm, I've laid back quite a bit. I have now 
retired from performing for almost two years now. Um, and it's not a bad thing for me. Like it was a realization after coming back from Miami and being trapped in this, uh, performance world like we talked about earlier there's club djs and open format and then there's performance djs and i got trapped in this performance world for so long because it was just i was an opening act after opening act after opening act at so many shows and so many festivals out there that when i came back you know when i first came back everybody was excited because you know carbondale kid did something with himself outside of the state cool yeah, but, I get super excited about that around here, dude. You know, the moment they realize you've moved back for a little while even, it, it fades real quick. And they want you to be right. that open on that DJ. They want you to fucking play the entire goddamn new Drake album and shit. And it's like, look, I'll, I'll play tracks off of it and I'll remix it because that's what I do. Right, but you're not trying to play the whole damn album. <laughs> But and I'm not, not playing play it twice. Album and play the originals of it. Like, well, hey, my the whole point is to bring something new to you and give it style, give it flair, give it my own style. I mean, otherwise, we're just a free jukebox with a face to these people. Right. And that's what I do. <laughs> I pretty <laughs> much tell people I'm a I'm a I'm a DJ, you know, but I just press buttons. And you know, I mean, I've got I've got my, my checklist and stuff. There's been this division in this world forever. I mean, it all began with just radio DJs. There, and what I call those now is radio personalities. What we're doing right now isn't DJing. We're not performing with your personality. <laughs> Bringing something with your own style. Right. And then like that. That, you know, in the world really of you know, Grandmaster Flash came out, then the DJ world kind of switched over to the performance side. With stuff like this. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you have to have um, that. If you're doing a reggae party and you don't have one of those, dude, you're screwed. Oh, dude, I've, I've, dude, I DJed, uh, for Eek Mouse in the past, and yeah, I had to fucking download the fucking horn just for that show. You have to have it, dude. It's like a necessity. So hey, See, tell me I, about uh, that track. Uh, it's so that you're that you sent me over. Tell me about it's that. Good. Yeah, is it's it? So oh good. yeah, it's it's so uh, good. It's hard for me to see it. This is the the newest track we've been working on. Um, the most present one. Um. You know, messed around, went back into my old days of, you know, video editing. So I made a music video out of it just to promote. Um, It's up on YouTube. You can look it up uh, called Feel So Good Music Video. Um, But still in the promotional scene right now. Uh, We've also got AK Hustle hopping on for the first verse. And then we also have Java Star from uh, Devin the Dude's Coffee Brothers hopping on this one. Jumping on for a feature, which I'm absolutely stoked about. Um, Java's yeah, been a long rad. time and an amazing artist for a long time, bringing both sides of that stoner world with that old school gangster hip hop, and it's it's just a blessing to even like have him interested or wanting to work with me. You know, that that's a real right. life. Con- that's a real life. What? The surreal life. Okay continues you know oh 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Even having people well, want to work like that with me, it's just cool, well, I, you know? I got that uh, that uh, promotional copy that you sent over, the uh, demo version. I'm going to go ahead and play that so that they can get a, get a feel for what's coming. Cool, man. I hope everybody enjoys.
All right, and that is uh, feels so good, right? Or it's feels so, so good. good. Yeah, feels so good. That's a good well, jam, dude. Thanks, man. You know, I like that. So, so where was your head at when you were writing that? What was the vibe like? Uh, it was kind of a when I wrote that song. It was kind of like a turning moment moment in that in my life. You know, like I started. Uh, looking at some different things in life, different ways and meeting new people and connecting it, it, you know, so I wanted to write a song that kind of, you could take it however you want, you know, and that's what I loved and had in my head while making this one. It was that feeling of finding the love for whatever, you know, whether it's somebody something a passion of yours you know just it could be music anything just having that that love and that passion that drive to do something right it's something that comes from within i i I don't know where it comes from i spent all day to put this together and i imagine that it's it's the same drive for you am i wrong no i mean you're absolutely right like it's it's I mean, yeah, like I said, I've been done performing for almost two years now, but for me to stop actually making music and being connected in this world somehow after 17 years in it, it's really kind of impossible. I mean, and I think that's also changing the way I make music and even perform. It's because now I'm going to be doing it for me. It's This is what I want to be making. This is how I'm feeling. Well, here's here's this. Check this out. The main stage. <laughs> the main stage. That's the that's the topic of our next uh, discussion here. So, I just cool. wanted everybody to know wanted everybody to know where we were, so they they understood what was going on here. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you know. The people are informed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we got to keep people, like, you know, informed of what's going on. Otherwise, you know, they can't partake. Check this beat out, dude. Check this out. I put this together today. I like this one. just like the basics of a start of a beat you know yeah, i think you're on to something there i mean that, yeah, that could definitely be a build to something i love the ipad dude you could do a ton with it <laughs> the iPad. oh my god you're fucking ridiculous <laughs> uh, i'm a major fan of the ipad bro it's got more power than my damn computers <laughs> oh my god that, that, that well that, there's a problem right in there in itself man <laughs> so, so what, are you so what were three of your favorite what were three of your favorite venues that you've played at oh shit um my favorite venues i gotta say um the edc official after party at uh the pirates lounge in orlando was pretty fucking awesome uh i've actually got a uh Mark of the Pirate tattoo, and one of my former uh, DJ crews was called DPH, the Dirty Pirate Hookers, for 
just grimy dumpster. I remember that. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, so, I mean, I finally got to perform live on top of a pirate ship for thousands of people. And it was, it was awesome. That was super cool. Um, but you, wait, wait, you said finally got to do it as if it was what, it was what you've dream been dreaming like, to do. Are you kidding me? Like go out on a pirate ship and be DJing and shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, that, that's the next best thing. It was, it was literally a stage that was a giant <laughs> pirate ship. <laughs> I mean, it was, oh, I, dude, I was fucking stoked. I dressed up all sorts of shit for it. Like, that was, that was one of the coolest shows, and I got an hour-long set, threw down. I, I had a blast. It was such a good time. Shout out to Noah if you're listening, man. Thank you for booking. Right on, man. Yeah, right on. So, so what else, what was another one, dude? I know you've played a ton of uh, really cool venues. Yeah. Um. There is there's a few. Um. I would have to say Nikki Beach was definitely one of my favorite venues of all time. It's just so versatile. It's right on the beach in Miami or in South Beach. Um, it, it was awesome. That that place is just beautiful, well lit, great sound system, and then uh, there was always just great people in there. It was always just good times, happy people dancing. It didn't matter what style you were bringing. They wanted to hear it. They wanted to dance. They wanted to feel good, and that's what I love. That's that's the perfect environment. So, what's and the then, energy uh, like when you, when you're playing those big giant stages? Is it is it a ton different, like than playing like say a small bar gig or you know hanging out at your buddy's party and DJing for them? You know, like what what's the energy difference? I've never actually played for that big of a show i've played some pretty big shows but you know nothing like some of the shows you've done so what, what what's the energy difference i mean the energy difference is well i mean first off i mean if we're putting it up to an even comparison you got nothing but a crowd of people that are open to whatever music and they just want to dance and feel good you know then right so it's it's your ballpark whatever you, you want know, right? it's, it's what these people are expecting you know, playing in Carbondale versus playing in Aspen is a total different world. Just like playing in Tampa versus playing in South Beach was a total different world. In Tampa, they wanted way more strict lounge hours, music and stuff. Um, down in Miami, they were just like, do your fucking thing, bro. Like, we booked you for a reason. Right, right. So they, you know, it's kind of like in Hollywood when I was a kid, dude. You, it was pay to play, and you know, it was very, very strict. Um, yeah. So is it pay to play down there in Florida? There's a lot of it. I, I refuse to be a part of that world. I always have. Like, you know, fuck it. I'm here to entertain yeah. your people. I'm doing a job just like you're fucking running the company. Pay your employees. Right. That's, that's you know, the way I see it. Unless well, I'm getting paid per song, tipped out. <laughs> right? Cool. You, like you're paying me ten fifteen dollars per like every five minutes. I think that's but fair. Like, 
I mean, hell, I could run it like a jukebox. I'll turn off the goddamn music when fucking <laughs> the song's over, and then the next person that pays me a dollar, I'll put on their song. Cool. No, no. <laughs> so when you're on that big stage, right, and you're looking into the lights because it's all you can see, you can see like a sea of people, kind of, but you're like they're literally blinded by the light. I always end up saying that, but it's true. You're blinded by the light. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what are you thinking about at that moment? What's go- what's running through your head? That depends on what what show you're playing, man. Like, I mean, Miami's got a ton of daytime gigs going on all the time, and I mean, hell, the DJ of the year was the biggest show. I mean, at, it was Mad Decent Festival in Fort Lauderdale. There was thirty five thousand people, and this was in the middle of the day. Sunlight, sunshine out there, and so, I mean, I saw every single fucking head out there. I I almost shat myself, like, quite literally. Like, it was it was intense. What was the emotion like? What ran through, like, what did you feel right then when you saw oh, those I heads? Panicked. I panicked. Like, I've that was the biggest show I've ever played. Like, even playing for thousands of people, like, it was... I played for like one, two thousand, and then I went, jumped up to an eight thousand person show, and that one I was just having so much fun and so was so lost in the music at the time. Um, I was playing with a buddy of mine um, that we had a crew called DNA out in Florida with, and you know we were just having such a good time. I was just constantly about the music, and so I didn't worry about you know the crowd continuously flooding in and getting bigger and bigger. That didn't notice. But walking out to it was a whole different story. And, you know, I just had to put my head in the right place. Like, I just had a minor panic attack in my head and was just like, get on the decks, just get on the decks and do your set. Do, just do your thing, man. Like, fuck these people. Right, your heart you starts racing and then you to. focus in and, on it, right? I mean, because this was a DJ battle and I was trying to bring as much fire as I possibly could. So... I just kind of kept my head down, survived my 15-minute DJ battle set, and uh, then looked up and saw everybody was, like, stoked and cheering. And, I mean, it was the best feeling in the world. But, I mean... So I you, just, like, blacked out? I Well, I mean, I all I did was focus on the decks. That was it. Right. Do the routine, did, you did, know. Like, And I kept on having that run through my head, just do the routine, you know, like. Did everybody disappear? Was it, was it like what they say, like envision everybody naked and like they all go away? Was it, was it like that? No, I mean, I knew they were there, but I knew they were also a distraction for me. Cause I'm right. really care. It's like the basketball players and the waving, the waving there. banana things. I mean, that's, that's who I am. I mean, it, it does disappoint me, like, when, you know, people expect me to be an open-format DJ and I'm not. I feel bad. But <laughs> I don't want to discourage my own art and my 17 years being in the business and my experience to, you know, being that just free jukebox with being the Being a jukebox. I've worked my way way too long to fall back into that place. Cool. The first three years of your DJ career doing that, like, I get it, dude. 
do it. Make that fucking money. Right? Fuck yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm like, <laughs> into it. And I'm like, yeah. No, I'm starting to get kind of bored with it and trying to get back into like the other side of what I do, which is the sound and lighting. And I got that job at that the- at the Vaudeville Theater. And uh, it's been really a good change. I just, you know, I still have to have some sort of my own production, which is why I do this. And, you know, you do the these beats. I want to want to lead this into the next song which is uh fuck the trap so tell me about that that track how did that come to be (laughs) fuck the trap um that was kind of one of my jack assery songs um so me and uh my boy aka hustle that uh we're working on this uh album together with um we were kind of going through this whole thing about the new school rap versus the old school rap and how it's changed from poetry to just simplistic patterns and is getting nullified in a lot of ways. And I, I'm not really with that world. He's younger. So he's in that world. So, I mean, we had discussions about it and stuff like that. And uh, so I made the, Fuck the Trap track as a support and a diss towards the the trap rap industry. I made it some like grimy <laughs> drum and bass and basically in music form trying to say that, you know, it, it stole half its stuff from drum and bass and drum step and, you know, fuck this lame simplistic bullshit. Let's get hard with it. Mumble rap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trap rap. All right, here we go.
DJ D.O.G. here. We're talking about his music here. That was Fuck the Track. <laughs> you know, I, I really have to say that it's really kind of cool that we're allowed to say words like fuck. <laughs> we want to. I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, I, yeah. I don't like to abuse it, but, you know. Oh, I do all the time. <laughs> all right. Uh, All right, check this one out, dude. Here you go. Hang on. Check. In the studio. (laughs) That one was in the studio. I don't know. I'm still getting it all down and fixing out the flow. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're in the studio, bro. We're like in the studio. (laughs) So, so. What is the vibe like in your studio? Do you have a vibe or do you is your studio just your laptop and you go around? Um I think it's a combination of things. Um a lot of it's laptop. I've got a a keyboard that I never really uh hook up to play, but I fuck around on that to uh you know, kind of come up with new ideas for melodies and then transfer it into, you know, drawing it in on the computer on Ableton. Because no matter what I do, I'm I'm st- 
still like a perfectionist in some heart of sense of it things. I'm never really happy with my tracks, but I release my tracks basically when I've reached a point of I can't figure out any further to actually take the track. Yeah, once it's just like, man, I can't add anything else. So, oh man, what? So, what are you thinking about when you're putting these songs together? What's what's running through your mind? Is there is there a process like you start? With the drums and then go to the bass and then, you know, oh. that's, my, that's my process. I start with the drums and then go to the bass and then I do some uh, pad and key kind of stuff. Build a melody and then I go from there. But I'm a rhythm guy. I'm not a lead guy. Yeah, see me, I'm a, I'm more of a melody guy. Um, I'll, I'll sit there and try to figure out a melody. And being, you know... A, DJ and a live performer, I can find a beat and know exactly what kind of kick and what kind of snare and whether it's a bass and hum or you know, roar or scream as you kind of thing. Just by the melody itself. So do you build your own kick sounds or do you use do you use samples for it? Um, I use a lot of samples. Um, for a lot of the drums. Um, I also, uh, get a lot of, uh, samples from, uh, my boy Tava, um, Tava Valentine. We, uh, sort of run a, uh, live DJ crew that goes by, uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. Um, he's on live drums. I'm, uh, running a live launch pad. So we're kind of remixing music live and then also bringing a new style. We do a lot of electro swing. And, you know, it's fun. Yeah, it's down. pretty cool. I, I dig that. Yeah, it's bounce, you're saying? Yeah, like kind of bouncy. Yeah, so, okay. It's upbeat. Bouncy, you have fun too, and a little bit more theatrical with it. So, do you find that you you work more efficiently in the computer, like clicking around? Like once you get your melody developed, and now you start clicking around and doing final touches, or do you still use like your controller a lot? Do you become mobile and like to go outside? Like, what's that like? Do you do you have like particular places and stuff? And, it, it, like, how does that all work out? It's kind of the uh, the mood and the time, and you know, um, and for me, like I said, it's it's kind of part of the stage movement for me. Like, sometimes, like a lot of it will be started out, um, you know, playing on the keyboard to try to figure out a melody, and then I'll realize that there's a guitar piece that I actually want to put in, um, which is actually like kind of the method that I used in, I think a track that you might play next. Um, uh, it's kind of beach vibey. I, I came up with just like this very, very trendy piano riff, the, the basic four bars of <laughs> pop music. 
basically. But I was just like, you know, I wanted to bring in like a kind of beach guitar vibe to it. So I started fucking around on the acoustic guitar for a while and came up with a line. And then I, I actually plugged this one in. So that, that one's uh, all live um, outside of the built synth fake background with the piano piece. Um, but so which track is that? Is that they can tell, or is that the uh, the I'm feeling it? I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Okay, yeah, because I did have that's the one I have up next. So yeah, and uh, that's featuring. So it's my all like super groovy beach vibe, huh? Yeah, that's featuring my buddy Who? Dez on the hook, and uh, AK Hustle is going to be recording uh, the whole verse verses for that track. Um, you know, just kind of a beachy vibes idea to it, but that one was much more a live aspect build. There's other times where it's I'm make it on the computer and then when I can't figure out anything else to do, I bring it out on the launch pad and try to fuck around with it in different ways and glitch it out and throw effects you know, just mess with it more and see if there's anything different I can do to something. Right on. Well, hey, you know what? I think we should let everybody take a listen to it. What the hell happened there? Oh, helps if you have it queued up. Be a part of the hype, nobody else can fight. We can start it up right, like, you still got a couple tricks up my sleeve. 
doing things that the world can't believe. I know you're stressed, take a second, just breathe. And let your problems go away with the breeze. Please appreciate moments of death. Reason if you want to, the while you need to. I can put it in, yeah. Today's the day, I don't care. We can leave the problems over there. I can put it in, yeah. Almost leave it nowhere. If you come to Primo, yeah. I can put it in, yeah.
<laughs> well, well, I have to ask because uh, you know I'm starting to get pretty high here. I'm smoking on some Jisoo. What are you smoking on? <laughs> uh, I've been smoking on some Golden Goat, uh, and then some Blue uh, Dreams. Colorado, Colorado favorite. And then uh, nice. I'm, I'm probably gonna fire off a few dabs before bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got this tincture that I've gotten into. It's like this uh, lucky turtle. It's pretty goddamn good, I must say. It's not like normal tincture, like the homemade stuff. It's a little different, but it definitely works. It's not broken. <laughs> All right. So, so when are you planning on having the new album ready? Uh, we don't have any like specific set date. We're not working for a label. We're just, we're making music. We're having fun. So we're probably going to make, end up making like, you know, 20, 25 tracks and then choosing seven out of all those tracks. I mean, we've got probably about eight pieces together now, but we're not exactly happy with all of them. But they can tell it's just one of those fun ones that, so we thought we'd release it as a demo just for you know, put out the idea of uh, AK Hustle and DOG working together. Nice. So you're just going to keep it an online release? Uh, So far, we don't even have it as an online release. Um, We just kind of made it, and it's kind of sitting there in the back works, uh, deciding to be released. And, uh, you know, we just thought this would be a good one to give the people an idea of what what's to come and what AK Hustle has to bring uh incredible kid out of Morocco, twenty five years old and into yeah, the we new age get him on the show tonight, not, but it didn't quite happen. Talent beyond his fucking years, man, and intelligence. Um we got a few tracks where he's gonna be rapping in um both Saudi and French. Oh, that's cool. Like, he speaks four different languages and can rap in all of them, and it's it's incredible, and it's a whole new style to the art. Whether you can understand it or not, it's just this beautiful language bringing into this industry that kind of hasn't been touched, fusing that electro-hip-hop world that kind of goes all over the place. It could be chill, it could be hypey, it could be whatever. Right on. Well, I'm going to play one more track for everyone before we take off. So it's been awesome to have you on the show tonight. Um, Thanks this for is, having uh, me, This man. next track. This next track is all I see is they can tell. Is that what it's called? They can tell. They can tell with AK Hustle. Sweet. Well, here you go, guys. This is a uh, brand new from uh, Dog. Some other shit, all out of smoke, and it's these tipping, yeah, we get lit. 
they can tell we be on top of shit celebrating must believe we get lit started from the bottom still in the bottom they told me go get them hustle already got them they already know i'm a problem to the game i was chilling with a white girl i tell her Get with the shit, let it drip, blazing up the blunt, we hot, bust the whip On the phone with the plug, bought a flip, another dip Feds in the back, with the lights on, then we dip Going straight to the grip, get it how you live, how you been, how you doing We never gave a fuck, I'm getting to the money while your homies getting stuck With the clamp, sticking to the G-code, got the dope, but it's already sold They can tell, we be on some other shit, all out of smoke Sipping, yeah, we getting lit. They can tell we be on top of shit. Celebrating, must believe we getting lit. They can tell we be on some other shit. All out of smoke, Hennessy sipping, yeah, we getting lit. They can tell we be on top of shit. Celebrating, must believe we getting lit. Well, fuck your life for fantasy, nigga. Can't you see? All I need is my push of sweet Hennessy. Can't you see I'm on a mission to the top But these bitches say ain't on me Put in work, going overtime In the studio, writing rhymes God be blessing me all the time Music every day, girl scout Cookies in the blunt, on my way To the top, but these bitches say ain't on me Money with the team, we ain't got shit to prove I'm 24 like Corbin, all I do is boss Got a few dial, all in one car Got a bad bitch, she don't need nothing cause she got it all They can tell, we be on some other shit All out of smoke, Hennessy sipping, yeah we getting lit They can tell, we be on top of shit Celebrating, must believe we getting lit they can tell, we be on some other shit All out of smoke, Hennessy sipping, yeah, we getting lit They can tell, we be on top of shit Celebrating, must believe we getting lit Show your support by subscribing and sharing. Music from people I know.